You are live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with John Beeler. We're your guide to technology and digital living. We've got a great show. A little bit, we'll have uh, our good friend Mark Salzman from Toronto on the line talking about his smart home picks for the holiday season. Everything from smart locks to smart lights and uh, some good prices coming up too as well. So we'll uh, give you the lowdown on that. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, our first impressions of the new Roku Stream Bar. This is a sound bar and smart TV device all built into one. We're actually giving one away uh, this month uh, on our website, getconnectedmedia.com. Hit the newsletter tab. Anyway, we've had a chance to actually try this thing out now, and we will give you our, uh, our real opinion on this. Let's talk about some of the news, as we always do in our first uh, segment here. John, this was an interesting uh, story, and uh, I checked this out in iPhone in Canada. An Ontario woman is uh, subject to U.S. law in a legal battle over her late husband's Apple account. So her husband, unfortunately, uh, succumbed to cancer, and uh, he was documenting the progression of the disease, and he wanted his wife, uh, when it was all over, to take that and write about it, put it into a book. Well, unfortunately, she doesn't have his account password for his Apple ID, which she is now having to battle, not battle, but uh, basically uh, jump through a bunch of hoops and pay thousands of dollars in legal costs to get access to it because of outdated laws down in the US. From the 80s. From the 80s, literally. Yeah. It's easier to get access to his bank account than it is to digital assets. Well, and this is something we've talked about on the show before with our friends from the Dig- Digital Legacy Plan. Yeah, uh, which is a great ebook. Yeah, Angela Crocker and Vicki McLeod. Um, how important it is to have all of that information, your account passwords and your user IDs, so that your loved ones or whomever's taking care of your situation should you pass on, has that in advance and can better protect themselves uh, when the time comes. It's kind of sad though, right? Because she's literally having to spend thousands of dollars. They are changing the laws in a number of places. I think Saskatchewan apparently actually uh, has changed the law so it makes it easier for uh, the next of kin to to get access to digital assets. But uh, like you said, John, uh, you know, with your loved ones, find a way to, to... Get a place where the passwords can be in case something happens. Yeah. It's interesting, too, that she's subject to the U.S. laws yeah. despite her being in Canada. Well, that's the thing, right? Because Apple is a private corporation and they have to b- abide by certain laws. So she's stuck in a bad situation. It sounds like it, yeah. So if you die, sorry to be so morbid, Don, uh, John, uh, does anyone have your password to all your stuff? Nope. Just your cat? <laughs> My cat gets it all. Your cat gets it all. Does that concern you or you don't care? Uh, well, it, it concerns me a little bit. Um, and I have a fiance now, so yeah. she does have access to some of my stuff. Yes. And I'm sure she knows my password from watching me enter it into everything. <laughs> <laughs> but are you going to do anything official? Like, I, I just, even with my wife, I don't know her password stuff. I mean, there's a privacy thing as well. Right? Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. want to be just... Dis- Spewing your password out to well, and if you everyone change it too, like it, it, it's a complex issue. There's no question, yeah, right. And how do you keep that designated person up to date when you do have to change it because you got locked out for whatever reason? 
that would actually be a good app or or service to have like a legacy service app mm -hmm. where you know you put in all your user ids and passwords and in case there's ever it sounds a, like a great place to hack too yeah yeah <laughs> it does but it's actually a business idea so for you entrepreneurs out there, uh, well, I, I think it's a good idea. Well, like a password manager, yes, might make sense to have like a legacy mode or something. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. And so, in case something bad happens, for example, to you, John, my cat can just use her paws and <laughs> enter the secret code. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I kind of worry about that. And you know what? I'm actually going to do something about that this weekend. Here, I'm going to have to mm -hmm. set up something with my wife and and the kids as well, so that they can access. Well, well it's interesting stuff. because. Like Facebook has a legacy contact. Yes. So what is an Apple? Why? Exactly. Right? Apple. Are you listening? Legacy contact. Yeah. Wouldn't that solve everything? It would. Yeah. You you assign. It's not unlike when you uh, you know, you have a beneficiary for whatever. Yes. You know your insurance that kind of thing. Why can't you assign that for your digital life? Yeah, I'm gonna start bugging Apple about that. They're not going to like me, but they'll stop giving you phones. They'll stop sending me the new, the new phones. Uh, also in the news uh, this week, uh, John, I've been following this story. Uh, Elon Musk, who he's like an evil genius, yes, and a good genius at the same time. Obviously, the CEO of Tesla. Um, he also is the man behind Starlink. They're sending up all those satellites into space to provide internet for the world. He's also got a company called the Boring Company, and so this is a company that. Makes tunnels, drills holes in the earth. They bore through the earth. They're building one under Las Vegas right now for the Las Vegas Convention Center. If you've ever been to the Las Vegas Convention Center, we go every year a number of times, but the big show is the Consumer Electronics Show, like almost 200,000 people there. So they're trying to find ways to move people around quicker between all the different convention buildings. Why not a tunnel underground? Makes sense, right? Uh, so Elon Musk's company, uh, I think they're on time as well. It was supposed to be open uh, coming up this January, but that show is off now, the CES show. Um, but they might not be able to have as many people go through there as they want. I think the Las Vegas Convention Center was looking to get a, close to 4,000 passengers per hour through there. Which, if you've ever been to CES, that seems like nothing. <laughs> so Yeah, so because of fire regulations now it looks like there's only going to be able to get about 1200 passengers per hour moving on this thing which is sounds like a lot but it's not well and i also wonder is that elon's company's fault presumably they did a whole bunch of you know research and plans for all this yeah like this is somewhere along the way we need to find out what the regulations are right so the thing is it's how many passengers an hour are allowed in the in the three loading zones right and so apparently because of fire regulations only 800 passengers an hour are allowed or is that covid mode now i don't know i don't know but uh elon musk's dream is to build these tunnels in congested areas and cities to alleviate traffic for the surface dwellers <laughs> this reminds me of the have you seen the subways in brave new world yes yeah. yes yeah, those are pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, another quick story, John. We're excited about this. DJ, DJI, they make the drones, one of the biggest drone manufacturers out there. They're also heavy into the um, the portable cameras and gimbals. They've got something called the DJI Pocket that we've used on our trips. This tiny little camera that fits in your hand. 
Yeah. It's like a little stick with a camera on it. It's literally a handle with the same uh, gimbal camera system that's on the bottom of all their drones, or a lot of their drones. Well, they've got a new one coming out, John. It's the Pocket 2. I'm pretty excited about this. I've already pre-ordered it for us. Have you? No. Oh, you should. I will. I, we have to get this thing. Yeah. Um, so I can't even explain this thing. It's like a tiny stick. It's got a little camera on a gimbal up top and a little tiny screen as well, but it's 4K video. And with the gimbal, it's like having a steady cam in your hand. And the nice thing is it's so small, you don't mind taking this thing anywhere. When we were in China and Hong Kong, I literally had it in my shorts pocket all the time. Yeah, and you just whip it out when we need. That's right. So this one here has got better camera resolution, I think from 12 to 64 megapixels, so even sharper image, but also some really cool accessories. Like you can get a little uh, thing for the bottom that gives you wireless uh, Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and even a wireless uh, audio transmitter as well. You yeah. can get a wireless mic for this thing. Yeah, which is we kind of colluded our own version of it together, yeah. but uh, this is all sort of integrated, so it's probably gonna just, just work. I would pay $1,000 for this thing. Don't tell TGI that. No, but 350 Canadian? Uh, well, 350 US oh, okay. for the base unit. And yeah. then, then the, the the creator bundle, as they call it, is f uh, 499 US. So probably about 600 bucks. Okay, it's getting up there. So yeah, with yeah. tax, you'll be you'll, you'll be pretty close to your Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll keep our eye open for that. And we're going to get one in to test out and let you know how that uh, is. Okay, we're going to have to take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll be talking with Mark Salzman shortly about his picks for smart home gear for the holiday season and our first review of the Roku Stream Bar. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with John Beeler. Still a lot more to come up on today's show. We will be speaking with our good friend Mark Salzman all about uh, the latest smart home technology from smart locks to devices that'll shut your water off if things go horribly wrong. <laughs> and, you know what? I actually want one of these things. It's only a matter of time before my, my crawl space is flooded. <laughs> so we have been... Uh, promoting our contest uh, over the past few weeks uh, coming to a close soon we're giving away a roku stream bar and uh, we finally got our hands on one this thing's coming out in about a week or so uh, into the stores and uh, i'm pretty impressed with this if you're checking out our video podcast you can see uh, john holding it up in his hands it's different than most sound bars john like when i think of most sound bars these things are typically long they're almost the width of the tv whereas uh, this roku stream bar is about a quarter of the size yeah no it's it's lightweight it actually i shouldn't say that it feels solid like it feels heavy like a you would expect a sound bar and speaker system to sound um but it's very sleek so this isn't a thousand dollar sound bar that has all the you know high-end uh bells and whistles but uh, i think it's going for about 189 bucks yeah canadian uh, so what's appealing about this one to me, John, is that it's got the soundbar built in and it also has Roku TV built in. So if you are looking to make your TV smart and maybe get a bit better sound from your TV, and that's the thing, you don't know how crappy the sound is in your TV because <laughs> that's all you're listening to, right? I mean, it's okay, but when you do put on a soundbar or, you know, speakers, it, it makes a world of difference. It does, yeah. The, the thing I like about this, though, is that it also has the Roku system, the 4K streaming stick basically is built into it. Yeah, so you, it'll make your TV smart. But even if you have a, a smart TV and you have, say, an older smart TV, one of the problems with smart TVs is that at a certain point in time, the manufacturer stops maintaining those apps and that system. Or that if you have a really old 
smart TV, sometimes those apps can't run at full speed because they're underpowered by whatever's built into the TV to run them. Yeah. So you, I always prefer to get a dumb TV if I can and then get something like this, a set-top box, Apple TV, Roku, one of those things that has the latest and greatest in it. And this does that. We actually set this up on your uh, TV. Yes. That had a, it was a Roku TV already, but a little bit older. Yes. And this basically was really cool. It actually took over everything on that TV. That's right. And you have one remote that worked on everything perfectly. And now everything just sounds better. The appealing thing for me too, though, John, uh, I'm going to put this on my family room TV because it it sounded a lot better than just <laughs> the regular yeah. TV speakers. But I'm thinking for my parents too. Yeah. Because they want to, you know, start watching more Netflix and Amazon Prime video. And there's so many different streaming channels now. But I've always been hesitant because of the tech support. Because, you know, they've made these things easier, but in many cases, they're just not foolproof. I find with the Roku streaming platform, it's just deadly simple. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no fancy, crazy stuff going on. Once you got it set up, it just works. The, the remote control is super simple, and it's just easy to get into all the different movies on Netflix. And if things go wrong, there's like a little home button, and that yeah. just takes you back to the main menu. Yeah. The thing is, I have a fairly new... TV. I won't name the brand, um, but it actually came with a really dinky remote. Yeah. But it's crammed with buttons, so it's very difficult to just pick up the remote and just like turn on the TV. Um, <laughs> the the thing I like about the Roku remotes is that it's very simplistic. Yeah. Because everything is handled on the screen. Yes. Um, so and but we set this up in a couple of minutes. We had more trouble entering your password for your Wi-Fi than anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, yeah. It does have to be connected to a network, right? So yeah. you do have to have uh, some decent Wi-Fi in your house. And we should point out, this does not have an Ethernet port. No. It asked if we wanted to set it up via wired, but there's no Ethernet port on the back. Although there is a USB port, which makes... And Nigel and Paul. Uh, USB to Ethernet adapters, Yeah, perhaps. So a few other features uh, that... I, and we tried them, uh, you can enhance the voice. Well, I was thinking about your parents too. And, and you know, even us. I mean, we're not spring oh, chickens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it now. But, but we, we set this up and we played Star Wars, um, Force Awakens. Lots of explosions, lots of things. Lots of robots. Lots of, <laughs> lots of robots, lots of droids. Um, and we turned on the speech clarity option and it did sound better. So what it does is it actually enhances the voices so that you can hear what people are saying better. Yeah, over top of explosions and yeah. lightsabers. Hey, and don't get me wrong. I love explosions and car chases as much as the next guy, but yeah. I like to hear what's going on uh, as as well. But, uh, you know, overall, John, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. So this thing can kind of sit uh, underneath your TV, uh, like on the cabinet, or you can get um, a mounting bracket to mount it right on the TV yeah. uh, as well. I also like that this came with all the cables you need. Yes. You get an HDMI, you get a um, optical cable, you get a remote, you get batteries for the remote, and what else did we get in the box? Oh, so, the, the power adapter. Yeah, so th there's only two cords you have to worry about, just the power yeah. uh, and the HDMI. That's the cable that goes into the back of the TV. But uh, overall, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. You know, mm -hmm. for 189 bucks, you get uh, a great portable little sound bar that'll it'll fit on any TV. Yeah, do you know what I mean? You don't have to worry whether it's a big TV or a small TV, and it fills the room with sound. Well, I'm curious to see how this is going to work on my bedroom TV. Yeah, because it's a smaller TV, 
but this is a nice smaller soundbar, but it should fill the room very nicely. Um, and, and like you said, you can literally attach this to just about any TV or put it on a shelf or a mantle or whatever you have. Overall, your thoughts? Impressed? Yeah, very yeah. good so far. Yeah. I mean, I'll wait. I'll fully reserve my judgment till I try it in my house. Yeah. With my content, and so we'll see. But uh, we'll and your and your cat. Yeah, my cat will probably want to lay on it. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's uh, our review for the Roku Stream Bar. We are giving one away. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so if you want a chance to enter that contest, all you have to do is go to getconnectedmedia.com and hit the newsletter tab. There's all the instructions up there on what you need to do to enter. And the great thing is, once you've entered, you only have to do it once, and you're entered in for all the contests this year. And we're not spamming you we send you one newsletter a week telling you what's going to be on our shows yes uh and that's it um we don't charge for anything we get a lot of emails about people like is this your doing like some spam someone got nope we don't spam you we send you one newsletter a week um so as long as you're subscribed you're entered into all the contests that we have it's so simple yes and you know what i mean we're giving away thousands of dollars of prizes so definitely something to uh, check out Okay, a lot more to talk about on today's program. We've got, got, uh, we've got Mark Salzman coming up uh, shortly here. He'll be talking about his picks for smart home uh, gear uh, for holiday season. You probably know some techie people in your life. There's a lot of cool things, everything from uh, smart locks to uh, smart uh, printers uh, and also smart lights. So we'll, uh, we'll go through all of that. Listening to Get Connected, we'll be back after this. You're back with Get Connected, Mike and John here. Don't forget to enter the contest, giving away that Roku stream bar that we talked all about. This thing is glorious. A sound bar and a smart TV stick all built into one. Hit our website, getconnectedmedia.com, and the newsletter tab. All the instructions are there. Let's start uh, let's start talking about smart home technology for the holiday season. That's going to be a big gift item, I think, for a lot of uh, folks out there. We've got one of our uh, friends, our tech friends out of Toronto, Mark Saltzman. Thanks for joining us, Mark. Thanks for having me, guys. Nice to see you. It looks like we're both donning the blue plaid today, Mike. Yes, even more reason. who are watching instead of listening. Yes, yeah. even more reason for people to check out the video podcast. <laughs> there you go. Handsome hey, tech. Nice to see you as well. You too, Mark. Handsome tech hey. nerds. Uh, Mark, you uh, obviously get to try out a lot of this uh, this gear as well. So, wanted to get your thoughts on some of your picks coming up uh, for uh, things like Black Friday and the holiday uh, season. Yeah. Uh, what do you got on your list? Sure. So, look, let's first face facts here that 2020 has been a hell of a year. Uh, <laughs> we're spending a lot more time at home, and so there. I've noticed that if my email is any indication, um, that a lot of uh, Canadians want to. Uh, bump up, they want to amp up their smart home game um, by adding things like convenience and um, more automation and control and cost savings and security and all that. So uh, I thought I would share a half dozen or so of ones that did catch my eye. One I know that uh, you've chatted about on your shows before, and that's the Schlage Encode Smart Wi-Fi Deadbolt. So we'll start out of the house, if you will. So this is for your front door or your back door, if you like. And it adds security and convenience. So there's several ways now to get into your home. So once you re replace your existing deadbolt with this, you can use, if you forgot your key or your kids forgot their key, uh, they can use an app 
on a smartphone to unlock the, the door. It is a Wi-Fi uh, deadbolt, as I mentioned. You can use a pin, like a code, because there is a uh, touch-enabled numeric uh, keypad. Um, you can use your voice. If you're inside the house and you see your friend walking up the steps or your kid, you can just say something like, Alexa, unlock the front door, that kind of a thing. Um, or what I really like is the ability to email or text somebody a temporary code, like a virtual key. So you have a housekeeper that comes on Saturdays or a babysitter, you can send them a temporary code instead of having to make sure someone was home to unlock the door or give them a physical key, which you may not want to do. Um, and I like on the app, you can see when people have come and gone as well. Like you see all the timestamps on every time uh, the door's been enabled. So for all those reasons, I like this product. And it's called Schlage Encode Smart Wi-Fi Deadbolt, and it's three forty nine. dollars With this one, Mark, uh, does it know when you come home? Will it automatically unlock for you? This one does not okay. unless you, I mean, there are some other models that are more Bluetooth enabled. Yes. So yes. Um, if you have, yeah, an identifier on you, like a phone or a smartwatch, or sometimes you can set it up to have two things that recognize you, it will let you in, you know, kind of like a, uh, you know, um, uh, like uh, having a password and, and having a uh, two-factor authentication, if you will. So you could, for some of these other products, you can. But with this one, it's more, it's a lot easier to use, I would, I would say. And it doesn't rely on Bluetooth. It's, it's Wi-Fi. And I, I really like sort of the simplicity with this one. I do like the fact that it has the, um, the keypad on the front as well. So that yeah. you can just type that in. Because um, I, I was early into the smart lock game. I got the August lock on, on my front yep. door in the early right. days. Which isn't a deadbolt. That goes onto the back of your existing yes. deadbolt. Yes. Um, right. But the problem was um, you had to, everyone had to have the app uh, or a key. And so eventually yeah. I had to purchase the separate keypad option. You know <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? By the time yeah, the dust clears. Uh, this, this stores 100 different codes. So yeah, you won't have an issue with this one. Yeah, I love the sound of that. Uh, let's talk about water. Uh, especially yeah. in Canada here, uh, we uh, have some pretty cold winters. Uh, you've got something uh, from uh, Moen. Right. Well, you know, from coast to coast to coast, one of the most common insurance home insurance claims is tied to water damage. So any tech that can help uh, to minimize that is great. And water sensors aren't new. They're usually very specific to a location. Um, they either plug into the wall or they're battery powered, but you put them in like a vulnerable area, like in a basement near a hot water heater or by a, you know, a cracked windowsill or something like that. And it can let you know if it detects water, um, it'll let you know on an app. But what I like about the flow by Moen smart water shutoff is that not only will it, it, do you connect it to your water source as it gets into your home, but it will turn off the water for you if it detects a problem, like a leak, uh, like a frozen pipe, like uh, a child who left the tap running by accident in the in their bathroom after they brushed their teeth and then they went to school for the day, um, this will automatically turn off the water and then notify you on an app. So it monitors three things, flow, pressure, and temperature, and will tell you on an app anywhere in the world that it has done its job for you, or you can choose if you want to be in control of it, turning it off. But I really like that it joins your water supply as it comes to the house. Uh, it's $6.99, but I know a lot of home insurance companies will offer you a discount if you have this. Mine offered me 10%. Really? If I had this installed. Yeah, 10% off. That could add up over time, right? Yeah, it kind of pays for itself over time. I'm, I'm seriously uh, looking at getting something like this in my home because that's one of the things that kind of freaks me out. I always think, you know, 
I've, I've had that before, you know, things have, have burst and it's yeah. literally thousands of dollars in damage and just all the oh, time yeah. and effort. So, uh, you know, for less than a thousand bucks, this is incredible peace of mind. And the technology is amazing. Like it knows when pipes have burst or, you know, something's flooding, uh, just again, yeah. with all the different sensors it has on it. Yeah, super cool, right on. Uh, let's talk about the next uh, item on your list. Yeah, so printers aren't exactly smart. If you you know if you ask somebody, it's probably the most antiquated technology they have in their home. However, the HP Tango sort of defies that trend and has it's being billed as the the world's first smart printer. And I would argue that uh, there's three reasons why. One is that you can print from anywhere. So you could be walking downtown in Vancouver, you see something uh, you want to take a picture of, take, snap a pic of it on your phone or on your iPad or whatever, and it prints back at home. Or if you gift this to your mom or your granddad and you want to take pictures of the kids or the grandkids, you can take a picture and instantly it prints wherever they are wherever the printer is. Secondly, when you're at home and if you have a smart speaker, uh, like I was talking about with the um, Schlage uh, uh, keypad there, if you have a smart speaker, you can use your voice to print as well, just as you can unlock your front door. So you can say something like print coloring pages or uh, print worksheets, that kind of thing. And then uh, and third is that it works with the HP Instant Ink service, which I know you're you're well aware of. And so when it detects it's running low on ink, it'll automatically order more to your door. So for those three reasons, the HP Tango is pretty cool because let's face it, printers aren't the coolest or, you know, most exciting piece of technology. But, you know, I really like the three things that this one does in particular. And it's 179 for the HP Tango. We're talking with Mark Salzman about his smart home picks for the holiday season. We're going to get a few more out of them when we come back from the break. You're listening to Get Connected. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and John here. We've been talking about smart home technology. The wonderful thing about smart home technology, it's just gotten so much better over the years and pretty well anyone can get this stuff up and going in their home. To talk about some of the cool stuff that's coming out uh, and that's already out here for the holiday season, we got our good friend Mark Salzman. Thanks again for joining us, Mark. Oh, uh, pleasure's all mine, guys. Thanks. Let's uh, continue the uh, the countdown. What's next on your uh, smart home uh, gear guide? Well, just like you were saying, Mike, that uh, smart home tech is becoming really popular, not just because being not just because it's easier to use, but because it's getting less expensive. Um, this next item that I wanted to chat about is called the Wiz Connected smart lights. So with Wiz, these are smart lights. You can get them in colors, you know, 16 million colors. And it comes in either an A19 bulb, it's called the Wiz Focus A19 color bulb or the Wiz LED strip, but you don't need any additional hardware. Unlike some other smart lights out there where you need a bridge or something else, this just joins your Wi-Fi, and they start at $20 for the, the LED light strip. So uh, you put this around your home and then you install the app and now you've got different ways to control the lights. You can use your voice. If you have a smart speaker, you can sense a trend here. Eh? That's like the fourth product that we've chatted about um, an app. You can use an optional remote. It's not included, but you can pick a whiz remote up. Uh, and then of course, because it's uh, smart lights, you can also set timers and schedules to further save more money. Cause first of all, they're LEDs. So they sip rather than gulp electricity, unlike candes incandescent or fluorescent bulbs, but you can also set timers for them to go off at certain times of the day or on schedules. So every time it gets dark, or if you're away, you're on vacation, you want to imply that you're home, you can have the lights turn on and off. So again, prices start at 20 bucks for the is connected smart lights that's uh very very cool and uh, again they're made by the phillips folks so uh you know most people are familiar with that name 
Yeah, that's right. Signify is the parent company. Um, and the Philips Hue bulbs are awesome as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I just like the, the ease of use with the Wiz, uh, Wiz Connected and, and the uh, starting point is very attractive. Uh, smart home tech actually is, is enjoying year over year double digit growth, which is, you can't say that for a lot of other tech categories. Uh, let's talk about the next thing on your uh, list there. Uh, this one's kind of, uh, I guess you could use it uh, home or uh, out in the go. Yeah, so it's a SureCall cellular signal booster. The company's called SureCall. So it's great for using it at home or uh, at a cottage or a cabin or a summer home. I know depending on the province that you're listening to this in, it, the name varies, but let's just call it your summer home. <laughs> so if you're trying to work from home and you've got lousy cell phone reception, it can be embarrassing if you've got missed calls or dropped calls. So a cellular booster was a, a really popular pick this year for obvious reasons. Um, and yeah, so this company called SureCall has a few different models. Um, I really like this one here called the Fusion 4 Home um, because it's super powerful. It's billed as the most powerful cellular booster in the country. Uh, you get both the booster, which is inside of your home, as well as the directional antenna for outside of your home. They're connected. They uh, can cover up to 5,000 square feet, so even larger properties. It doesn't matter who your carrier is. It doesn't matter the phone you're using. It works with hotspots as well. Um, and it covers calls, text, and data. So however you like to use your phone, and regardless of the, the provider you're with, um, a cellular booster may do the trick if you're having reception issues. They also have models for the car, but I'm, I'm thinking about all the millions of Canadians now working uh, from home. You want good signal strength. So this is 649 for the Fusion for Home, and that's from SureCall. And this actually works because I've seen a lot of these cell phone boosters uh, in the past, but, um, you know, we've had a chance to try, uh, you know, stuff from these guys before and it does seem to work. Yeah, SureCall is one of the better ones. I, I know what you mean. Um, I used to do some work with the source, as, as you know, and uh, there was a lot of different lines that were carried by that uh, that chain of tech stores. And, and they, over time, started to not restock the ones that weren't, sell, uh, that weren't working well based on consumer feedback. Um, so, yeah, these guys, SureCall, are, are one of the better ones. Um, they're not the cheapest ones. You know, 649 is not the cheapest cellular signal booster on the market, um, but it really does work well the trick is that directional antenna outside you've got to point it in the right direction and then you're good to go then it's super super powerful and just for clarification mark this won't give you 5g or 4g uh if you have no cell service at your cabin or what have you right like this will just sort of get you back on the on the network and 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 or does it is it really that much better yeah. So great question, John. So yeah, it's first of all, this particular model is only up to 4G, but it's tied to what your your cell phone provider is offering. So it, that's where the limitation is. Um, so it, this does not support 5G, this particular model, even if there is 5G in your area, uh, but there, they will have 5G uh, devices for, for data for, for uh, wireless uh, data transfer up, up and downloads. But this is uh, limited to what you're, you've got with your cell provider. Uh, and it also works with hotspots, not just phones, but those little discs and ones that you might plug into to the wall, um, which is basically uses Wi-Fi and then tr- hands it over to cellular. But yeah, no, it's not going to bump up your speeds if you don't have 4G in your area. It'll just strengthen what you already have so that you won't have dropped calls and missed calls and you're going to get every text and everything. Mark, we got a couple of minutes left here. Uh, let's talk about 
cybersecurity. You know, obviously, yeah. as we get more smart with our homes, um, you know, hackers are also trying to access our, our computers uh, in our houses. Yeah, without question. And what better time than uh, Cybersecurity Awareness Month? Uh, October is a great way to is a great month to just reintroduce the discussion. It's one of those things that we roll our eyes at. We know we need to protect our devices, but not a lot of us do it. Um, uh, so uh, as long as you've got good cybersecurity software and you don't have to break the bank for it, I'll give you a recommendation in a moment that you you change your passwords on a regular basis and do not use the same passwords for everything because once one company is breached, now the bad guys have the keys to the kingdom, so to speak. And just remind your uh, less than tech savvy relatives or older relatives that the bad guys approach them in all directions. They're going to call you and pretend that they're with the CRA or with Microsoft. They're going to text you. They're going to email you. Just be aware that there are scammers everywhere. I use software called ESET Cybersecurity or ESET Internet Security. It's $39. It works with phones, tablets, uh, even smart TVs, Android TVs, and protects you from malware, malicious software. Uh, it's got webcam intrusion and a lot more. Really like it a lot. It's ESET, and there's a free trial at ESET.ca. Mark, uh, thanks so much for going through uh, your tech gadget pit picks for uh, smart homes. Always a pleasure, guys. Good to chat with you. That was our good friend Mark Salzman from Toronto. When we come back from the break, more tech to talk. Stay tuned. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and John here. Don't forget to hit the contest page, getconnectedmedia.com, giving away a Roku stream bar. Hit the newsletter tab, and all the instructions are there on how to uh, enter. Uh, I want to give a, a quick preview of uh, the upcoming app show, either uh, tomorrow or right after this, depending what city you're in. We're going to be giving our first impressions of the iPhone 12 uh, a little more in-depth. We've had a chance to actually uh, try these uh, new puppies out. And uh, I guess maybe a sneak peek, John. Uh, I think I like them. Uh, I love the new design. You know, it's got kind of the i5, uh, iPhone 5 shape, you know, with the rectangular edges. I don't feel like I'm going to drop it. No. Uh, they've got better screens, so it's you know four times more drop-proof. They can't even call it glass anymore. Apparently, they're not allowed to. No, because it's not glass. It, it's mixed in with some ceramics or a ceramic shield. Ceramic shield. Uh, also, they've got uh, the mag safe feature now. So there's magnets on the back of the actual unit, so uh, it'll actually snap onto the wireless chargers. And they've got all sorts of new accessories coming out for it uh, as well. But your thoughts, first impressions, John? Um, I love the form factor. I love the sort of the iteration and evolution of the charging system. Yeah. I still kind of wish they went to USB-C. Yes, not the lightning connector. Yeah. But that would piss off everyone. Perhaps. <laughs> We're not even going to give you cable anymore. No. Uh, yeah, there's no uh, headphones or uh, charger in the box. But you'll get our, uh, our full uh, first impression review again if you tune into the app show. And that's uh, either uh, on Sunday or right after this, depending what city you're in. I want to thank everyone that helps put the show together, including uh, John and Christina. And John is a co-host and the rest of the team, Stephen and Graham and AJ. We'll see you again next time.